Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will give you my kind of sort of NBA season preview for the Eastern Conference. Plus, I'll be giving you all my playoff teams and playing teams as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, I am back. Yes, so took kind of a hiatus there, uh, the business of life and all those things, but your boy GD is back up in the building, so we're going to get into this. Uh, We're starting with the NBA season preview. I'll call it the kind of sort of NBA season preview. Why? Because... We already got a few games in the books already, so so we're gonna get this thing underway. So it's been a while, so let's get straight into it, shall we? So we're gonna start off with the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference, where you got fifteen teams there, of course. Your three divisions, so we'll go through each of the teams and we'll chop it up a bit about them so let's start with the with the Atlantic division the Atlantic division you got in there Philly Toronto Boston New York and Brooklyn so so my predictions as far as that goes so far you have Boston that's undefeated although I think they took a L tonight because I was watching the Knicks game, Knicks beat the Magic, and Boston was getting blown out by Chicago, so I think they now have a defeat on the ledger. So, in any event, I'm going to pick Boston to end up winning this series. I mean, winning this division. Why? We all know the controversy that took place with M.A. Uduka. And his suspension. So I'm not going to get into the sordid little details of it. You know he was suspended for the whole year. So so in comes Joe Mazzula. He's an assistant coach who was under Aduka. So so you have some continuity there. So I actually thought about this kind of hard. And you know what? There's something to be said for continuity. So, you got a guy who knows the system, the assistant coach here. So, he just moves up to the to the hot seat. But, hey, he has talent here. So, you still have Jason Tatum, who is an absolute stud. You got Jalen Brown, who's money in the bank. You brought in a Malcolm Brogdon. Um, in that trade and the thing with Brogdon is health if he's healthy all season long then you're alright so you still have Marcus Smart who's playing with a chip on his shoulder now that you brought in a Brogdon you still have Derek White coming off your bench so you're solid in the backcourt now the big problem is at center Robert Williams the third he is down for the count. He won't be back until the new year, more likely than not. So, 
who fills in for him in the interim? It'll be a combination of Al Horford, uh, it'll be Grant Williams, Luke Cornett, uh, uh, Noah Vonley, those sort of guys. So, will they be able to hold the fort until he gets back? Probably so. I mean, again, when you have Jason and you got Jalen, that helps a great deal. So, I'm going to say Boston ends up winning this division. The second team, Toronto Raptors. I, I put my trust in Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, the coach, I put my trust in him. He knows how to push all the right buttons. He has um, the key for them, really, is keeping both Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet healthy. If you can do that, then that's that's going to go far for you. So, Also, you have Scotty Barnes, a kid that's on the rise. So, you have OG Anub- Anubi. You have him as well. So, uh, you got some guys there. So, Gary Trent Jr. So, again, I put my truck in trust in Nick Nurse. Also got Precious Achua there. Chris Boucher, who he's injured right now, but he'll be back shortly. So, uh, yeah, Nick Nurse knows how to push the right buttons, and uh, I'm picking this team to be second in the division. Third, y'all may be surprised by this. I'm picking the New York Knicks, man. I'm picking them to finish third in that Atlantic division. Why? I think the Jalen Brunson signing was a major signing for them. You finally get the point guard who knows how to run the offense. He's a guy who can get it done. We've seen what he did in Dallas under the mentorship of the Jason kids. So he comes over here, very familiar surroundings. His dad is the assistant coach. He knows Tibbs like the uh, back of his hand. Leon Rose, he knows as well. Um, and it's just those connections there, I think. All that comfortability that he has will help him excel at his job here. So Then you got R.J. Barrett, who started out the gate slow, actually. Um, he... I think he's trying too much. He he I think he's trying to justify the money that they're paying him. Cause you got these nut jobs on these uh fan pages uh well in social media like Facebook and Twitterverse, you got the Twitterverse there and all these uh know it alls. Uh first of all down in the fact that he signed for all that money. When you look at guys in the same class who got more money, like a Tyler Hero, like a Jordan Poole. So, I say it's the going rate for for a guy like him. So, he was the third pick in the draft. So, I mean, he could have got, end up getting a rookie Supermax. He didn't get that. So, it's... It's a nice, sizable contract, believe it or not. So, uh, 
I think the kid will be okay. Again, I think he's pressing. Um, Julius Randle, I think these first four games, well, three games, he has been a model citizen, and he's bought into the system that they got going here. He's not pounding the ball like he's done in previous years. He has a point guard now, so he's seen the handwriting on the wall. I saw the game tonight, a lot of ball movement, no real pounding, pounding of the ball. So, excuse me. So, I think Randall's approach to this season holds the key, and so far, so good. Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is a guy, I think, you have to keep him engaged. In other words, you have to, you know, throw a few lobs his way. Get him kind of involved in the offense so he's not just standing around. Uh, You know he'll defend the paint on the other end. But at least, you know, get him some lobs here and there. You know he's going to get put back. So um, I think that's a big key as well. Of course, the shooting guard position is that's, that's a position we need to watch. You got Evan Fournier there. He's the seasoned vet who um, a lot of the Knicks fans are sour on. Listen, without a point guard, this guy broke the three-point record for the team. So imagine what he does with a guy like Fournier. So uh, Quentin Grimes, he's had that foot injury that's been plaguing him. They're taking it really slow with him, which I like. You don't want to, you know, get him out there too soon, and then he aggravates it further. So uh, I'm of the opinion, take it slow with him. Then you got that second unit that's really has shown itself in the game that they lost. Why? Because the second unit didn't play so great. But that second unit of D Rose. Uh, you got quickly. You got Obi Toppin. You got um, your new your center. You signed Isaiah Hartenstein, who's fits perfectly with that unit. And then you have a uh, Cam Reddish as well. It looks like he's part of that second unit for now until you get Grimes back. But he's making the most of his opportunities, which is which is a good thing. You like to see that. So. Uh, yeah, so I think as the Nick go, I think the second unit is going to play a major role in that. So, um, But again, I'm picking them third, man. I don't care what anybody else say. I'm picking them third in this division. So, Which means you have two powerhouses that's going to finish fourth and fifth. Um, so, so far... The Brooklyn Nets, I believe they lost tonight to the Memphis Grizzlies, last I checked. And then Philly, uh, I think they're going to end up getting their first win tonight. But they're one and three, so. Um, Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm picking Philly to finish fourth. Um, You got a full season with Harden, Harden now. So that's motivation there. Um, you got uh, 
the maturation of a Tyrese Maxey. That's definitely uh, going to help them. You got a Bulldog in the lineup like a P.J. Tucker. And the key is keeping Joel and B upright for all season long, which you did last year. So um, that that's going to be a key for them. You need guys like Tobias Harris not to shrink or disappear. You need him engaged as well. So well, I'm picking them fourth. It's a... It's a lot of adversity there. They're still trying to find themselves. So, um, Doc Rivers is on a hot seat, man. He really is. So, uh, I'm going to pick them fourth. And then that means the Brooklyn Nets are picking the fish at the bottom of the division. A um, couple of reasons. They're a team of turmoil. Um, they're one of those teams where everything is going great. Everybody's okay. As soon as... Uh, adversity hits, they become a shrinking violet. So, the key is how many games Kyrie is going to play. So far, he's been a he's been a model citizen. He's been saying all the right things, so on, so forth. So, um, but again, it's a long season. Is he gonna listen? The last time he's given you over sixty five games, it's been a while. So. Um, yeah, so that, that that's going to bear some watching. I, I know he's doing all the right things to start with, but once the grind of the season goes on, don't be surprised if Kyrie uh, take a hiatus here or there. So, And then you have Ben Simmons, who so far he's played in these games. He's doing Ben Simmons things, uh, you know, filling up the stat sheet and so forth. Not really scoring a lot, but um, it seems like he's brought those same scoring problems w with him from Philly. So, uh, so that's gonna bear some watching as well. KD is KD, but he's on the wrong side of 34. Plus, he has a um, you know knee injuries on his uh, resume. So. Um, and then remember, he missed 27 games last year. So, um, do I expect him to miss that many this season? Don't really know. Don't really know how his health is going to hold up. So, he's not exactly the strongest guy out there. He's still a lanky guy, uh, susceptible susceptible to injuries this late in his career. So, I'm not sold on him playing. Um, a full season. I'm not. So you add all that up and you're going to have a team that's going to struggle. I like what I've seen out of uh, Royce O'Neal so far. He's a guy who's been um, doing the dirty work. He's been in there, um, you know, getting your steals, your blocks, and just D'ing up. So he's been good. Nick Claxton, I expect him to improve on on what he did last season so but with all of that said i think this team is just a team of turmoil so i'm picking them last i don't care what anybody say so so that's that let's move to the central division central division you have of course the class of the div division the milwaukee bucks who i will pick first so far they're two and oh um 
this season. They have a Brooke Lopez back healthy, so that's going to go a long way. You still have some depth as far as your um, big men go. You still have uh, Bobby Portis Jr., who filled in admirably for Lopez last season. And you still have a Serge Ibaka, so, so you're deep in that regard. The key for this team, the health of Chris Middleton, who right now he's out. He's going to miss at least the first couple of weeks. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, your shooting guard rotation, I think that bears some watching as well. Uh, they're going to start Grayson Allen. So uh, you have him. Pat Connington, you have him as well. And Wes Matthews. So um, those are names that don't exactly excite you, but that's what they have. So, of course, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo. You have him there. He's your catalyst. He's your leader. And then Drew Holiday as well, uh, man in the points. So um, the bench, you need more from your bench, especially if you're going to go far in the playoffs. And they have a young Relatively young bench, um, but so, uh, but again, when you have Giannis, you have a puncher's chance. So, uh, I'm going to pick them first in that division. Uh, coming second in that division, I think it'll be the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think that's pretty much a fair complete. You've got, of course, Darius Garland. Running the show there. You have uh, you, you acquired Donovan Mitchell, which was a very good acquisition. Make no mistake about it. You, anytime you acquire an all-star, that's a good thing. Sure, he's just 6'1", but he just he plays taller than 6'1", that's for sure. So that's, def, that's a vast improvement there. You still have the kid, Evan Mobley, who's taking steps towards uh, being that guy you want to see. Uh, of course, you still have Jared Allen working working the um, in the paint there, of course. Kyrus LeVert, who's taking more of a six-man sort of role, so keep an eye on him. But uh, the key thing is, can Darius Garland and Donovan Mc Mitchell coexists. Uh, I say yes. Um, right now, Darius Garland, he suffered the injury in the opener. So he's been out a couple of games now. So he'll probably be out maybe another week or so. So um, we'll see what happens there. But that is a concern. Uh, whether those two can mesh, I think they can. I think, um, you know, they're professional enough to know in crunch time you're going to need those points from uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. So, um, And then you got J.B. Bickerstaff, who's done a great job with this team, bringing them up to becoming uh, contenders. Last year, they were the surprise of the league, one of the surprises of the league. It just ran out of gas down the stretch because of injuries and uh, other things, but... I think this season you see them take that next step. So, uh, yeah, so I'll pick Cleveland second in that division. Third, Chicago Bulls. 
Chicago Bulls. Another team that was a surprise team but faded down the stretch. At one time, they were like uh, first in the East. So, um, but then you had injuries to Lonzo Ball, uh, to Patrick Williams. Then you had uh, Zach Levine, of course, missing some time. So, uh, all those things don't help. But, nonetheless, uh, you won't have Lonzo Ball to start the season right now. So, it's Ayo Dusamo. Uh, he's going to run the point. Uh, it'll be probably between him and Alex Caruso uh, handling the point guard duties until Ball comes back. Not sure when he's coming back. There's no real word as to that. So, um, could be this season. You would hope so. Uh, of course, you still have DeMar DeRozan, who was an all-star last year. Zach Levine, of course, who you re-signed. You gave him that big money in the offseason. Of course, you still have uh, Nikolai Nikola Vucevic. You still have him, uh, man in the middle. You have a healthy Patrick Williams now. So, uh, you know, you have some pieces there, of course. But I don't think it's enough to overcome both Cleveland and Milwaukee. So... I'm picking them third in that division. And then fourth, the Detroit Pistons. I think the Detroit Pistons under Dwayne Casey, I think they'll kind of take a baby step forward. Um, it'll be Cade Cunningham's uh, sophomore season, so we'll see what happens there. Can, can Jaden Ivey, can he be a major contributor? So far, so good. The kid looks good. I'm going to say that. The kid looks very good. So, um, of course, it's a matter of those two playing off each other. So, And then, can Sadiq Bey be consistent? So far, he's looked good so far. So, um, so that that's a good thing for them. And, and also... Big news, uh, Marvin Bagley the third, he got hurt, so he's going to miss some time with an MCL strain. So you have that. Isaiah Stewart, what he's going to give you in the middle. You see what happens there. They were able to acquire Bogdan Bogdanovich from Utah, so that gives them much-needed outside shooting. So um, they'll scrap. They'll scrap, that's for sure. They'll scratch and claw but uh, I think it won't be enough to overcome those top three so I'm picking them fourth and then uh, last place team will be the Indiana Pacers I understand I get it you got a Tyrese Hollyburton there it'll be his first full season with the Pacers there so you'll see what happens with him Benedict Matherin I tell you, this kid's got Rookie of the Year written all over him. I'll give you my kind of picks of um, end-of-season awards. I'll do it when I assess the Western Conference, which I'll do on another separate uh, episode. So, you have that. Now, the question is, will Buddy Heal 
or Miles Turner get traded? I say yes. So that bears watching. You still have a Chris Duarte who looked he looked okay last year as a rookie. To see what happens there, but the whole thing heel is kind of blocking his way there. So, um, so, and then once you deal uh, Miles Turner, you got these young promising big men. You got uh, Jalen Smith. You got him there. And then you have Isaiah Jackson. Both of those guys, um, they need opportunity. Well, Jalen Smith is starting, so he's starting at power forward position, and he's looking good, but he can always slide to center. Uh, Isaiah Jackson is more like more center than power forward, so you have that dynamic. So, But nonetheless, they will finish at the bottom of the central division. Now let's go to the South. The South Division. <clears throat> uh, I think coming in first will be the Miami Heat. Uh, anytime you have Eric Spolstra at the controls as the coach, uh, I I see them doing just fine. Uh, they're, they're already talking about Load managing guys as far as not having them play back-to-backs like a Jimmy Butler. He won't play a back-to-back. He missed 25 games last year, so they're going to manage his his um, time. Also, can Bam expand his game? It was big talk about him, you know, being more involved in the offense. I haven't seen it just yet. Um in these um, little bit of games that we've had here. So we'll see. Is Tyler Hero ready to start? Looks like yes. Uh, he's he's the starter now. He, again, you gave him the big money. So, um, so far, so good as far as he goes. And you always have those guards that's waiting in the wings. Guys like uh, Gabe Vinson, Matt Struess. Of course, you have Kyle Lowry, who the seasoned vet running the show on, you know, as far as the point guard. But he's going to be load managed. So, so all that bears watching. But of the teams that do this sort of load managed thing, I think Miami can survive those nights where they sit those guys because the bench is so deep. So, um, so they're they're one of the few teams that can do that and get away with it. So. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Again, they got a plethora of young guys on that bench. You still have a Khalib Martin. Actually, I believe he starts. But um, Nikolai Jovic, he's a rookie. I think he, he um, I think it's going to bear watching with him. I think he has promise. So, and there's no need to rush him into the system there. Bring him along slowly. But I think he can be a key contributor down the road so but nonetheless they will finish first finishing second Atlanta and I think it will be close in this division I do think it'll be nip and tuck between Atlanta and the heat but I think uh the heat will kind of pull away from Atlanta Atlanta improved um you know I I can't take that from them they improved by getting DeJounte Murray in the offseason now you have a backcourt of Trey Young and De, DeJounte Murray. Uh, 
there's already word Nate McMillan want to stagger them, you know, where one guy's on the floor, the other guy gets a gets a rest, vice versa. So um, that's the smart thing to do, to be honest. So, well, uh, of course, you know, they'll be playing together, but they want to stagger their minutes that way. So we'll see what happens there. Ugh, it's far. Now, Clint Capella, it seems like they're doing a timeshare between him and, I got to get this name right, Anika Okongwu, Okongwu, uh, the young promising center over there. They're splitting their time. They're splitting both of their times. So, um, so I think in due time, they will try and move Capella and give this kid the full reign at, at the center position. So keep an eye on that, guys. And then, of course, the key for them is keeping John Collins healthy. He's another guy who's missed quite a few games last season. So um, keeping him healthy, keeping him upright, that is key as well. DeAndre Hunter is playing well. So uh, you have that. They have to get Bogdan Bogdanovich, their uh, swing man, back. He's banged up right now, but once they get him back and in the flow, you have another dynamic there. So, uh, But nonetheless, the, I, I think it will be a close division here, but I think Atlanta will end up in the second place. Then you go third place, the Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets, I think, will finish third. Uh, you have Steve Clifford coming back for another bite at the apple as far as coaching goes. Uh, Lonzo Ball right now, he's starting the season with a knee sprain, so he's going to miss a couple of weeks there. So uh, look for Terry Rozier, but Terry Rozier, he just recently got hurt. So, so they're down to their third point guard. Dennis Smith Jr., who's actually playing well for them. So um, so they're pretty deep at point guard. So, um, of course, you have the whole Miles Bridges situation, the domestic violence, the charges that were brought against him. Um, so I think you don't see him this year at all uh, with all that's going on with him. Uh, I don't even think they will consider bringing him back. The guy guy can play ball, but that's just a black eye. Um, no pun intended uh, as far as what what he ended up doing. Lord have mercy. So anyhow, uh, so right now this benefits a guy like Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, he's getting he's making the most of that time. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Gordon Haywood. Gordon Haywood's a guy. There's always an issue of health with him. So you're going to have to load manage him and, you know, watch his minutes and those sort of things. Uh, when he's out there, he's golden. He's good. But that's just, that's just the whole thing of it. So, And then what are you going to get at the center position? You got Plumlee. You got Mark Williams. You got some other bigs here. So... What exactly do you get there? That remains to be seen. I think that Achilles heel is what gonna what's gonna have them 
end up in third place in this division. Then you got fourth place. I think it'll be Washington Wizards. I think it'll be the Wizards. Uh, of course, the key for them, having Bradley Beal and Kristaps Porzingis healthy. Uh, both guys, um, only 40 games for Bradley Beal, and then only 51 games between Porzingis time in Washington and in Dallas. Remember, he got traded at deadline. So he only played 51 games for the year. So so keeping those guys healthy, that's that's always you know the issue with both guys, to be honest with you. So um the keys have been given to Monte Morris as far as running the offense now. Um so We'll see what happens there with him. Uh, he did that in Denver to some extent, but, you know, it helps having a guy like uh, the Joker next to you who who usually leads the, the team in assists anyway. But you're in a different situation now where you're going to have to be that assist guy. So we'll see what happens there. And then what will they get from their small forward position? Uh... Remember, they got uh, Adija, um, the Australian kid. They got him. And then you brought over Willie Barton in that trade as well, along with Monty Morris. So uh, what you get there, uh, we'll see what happens. So, But again, I think they finished fourth. And then in fifth place will be Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic has some young talent there. Got a lot of youth there. You got Jalen Suggs, who's starting off the season injured. Where have we heard that before? He did it in his rookie season. So we'll see what happens with him. Paolo Banchero, who I think is pretty much the rookie of the year. I think it's his to lose. Although, like I said, Benedict Matherin, I think he's going to be nipping at his heels. So. But uh, Benchero, who look, who's looking great so far. He is looking like the right move was made by Orlando by picking him first overall. Cole Anthony, of course, the point guard there. Franz Wagner, who's been playing pretty well so far. In fact, he's shown um, playmaking skills as well here, which makes him very valuable. You got a Mo Bamba, a Bo Bo, who tonight torched the Knicks from the bench. Um, so, so a lot of young pieces there. Of course, for them, Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac, both of them, these guys, injured already. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then you have, of course, you still have a Wendell Carter, another young guy, pretty much. Terrence Ross, Gary Harris. So, um, it, the young coach there, J Jamal Mosley, he has his hands full with this young talent. But, nonetheless, I think they finish fifth in that division. So, so with that said, let's pick, pick playoffs, uh, early picks for playoffs. I see the top six teams being 
Boston Celtics, Toronto Raptors, Miami, Miami Heat, Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks, and the Cle Cleveland Cavaliers. Your playing teams, I think Knicks will be one of those playing teams. Chicago will be. Um, I think Philadelphia will be. And Charlotte. So, I'm not even picking Brooklyn to make the playoffs, man. I know people are going crazy, but I just don't. It's just too much going on there, man. I understand. I get it. Philly got their own set of problems, but they, they ain't Brooklyn problems. So, uh, yeah, so that's the way I see that. And coming out of the East... I would feel better picking Boston if I knew the status of Robert Williams' health. The fact that that's in kind of in flux here, I'm going with Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee comes out of the East. So, so that's going to do it for my preview of the East. Uh, when I come back to you, I will be covering the West give you those playoff teams as well once everything is done and i'll give you my end of the season um award winners so a lot to cover guys all right so once again gd is back up in here so glad you guys are sticking with this and we will talk soon all right take care so my peeps if you like what you're listening to you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.